Welcome back to another episode of Sagawine. For today's episode, I will be doing a brief overview of the news just about what happened last week because there were some significant events that took place and I just wanted to take some time to talk about it. Um, hopefully this will be useful for those who haven't been able to keep up with the current news and just would like to kind of know what's going on. So without further ado, let's get started. So to be honest, this episode, I wasn't really planning on doing this episode. It was just a spontaneous idea that I had. Um, given everything that happened last week, I just wanted to take some time to talk about it because I just think it's important that people know what's going on and that it just doesn't, people just don't get, forget about what's happening. So many things happen every single day, so I will not talk about everything um, because that would take really long. So I'll just mention several major events that happened. Um, so please understand if I don't mention something, but I will try my best to kind of give a overview of what it's like currently. So everything that I'm going to be saying right now are based on articles from the Airwitty, Al Jazeera, Reuters, and other local media such as Kitten Media, Myanmar Now, and more. Um, if you would like to get access to news on a daily basis to kind of keep up with what's going on in Myanmar, you can visit an Instagram page called Mohinga Matters. That's M O H I N G A. M-A-T-T-E-R-S. They do a very great job of compiling news on a daily basis. So you can you can just read what happened um, yesterday or today or the day before and just get a sense of what's been been what's been going on. So yeah, check out Mohinga Matters Instagram page if you're interested. Um, so let me just start off by saying that obviously. People in Myanmar know, but I feel like a lot of people abroad or people that are not Burmese, they might not be aware of the fact that even though uh, the news cycle has kind of died down a little bit in the international media, there is still a lot of fighting going on in the country, in, in rural areas, in areas where there is literally no internet connection. Um, in the cities... There are still arson attacks, bombings, and raids. So every day it's different for different people, different areas, but violence is still an ongoing thing right now. And um, the People's Defense Force, also known as the PDF, which is under the National Unity Government, they have been retaliating against the military. And so, um, I mean, this isn't news, but they've been targeting military um, trucks and offices. And, and there's also fighting with the military and ethnic armed organizations or EAOs. 
So EAOs in the military have been fighting in Southern Shan State, uh, Kareni, just to name a few. And um, basically, the fighting is taking place pretty much on a daily basis in different parts of the country. But like I said, there is very little international news coverage on that. So I just want to kind of <laughs> emphasize that. There's still you know, fighting going on and the number of IDPs, internally displaced persons, is increasing every day. And it's just really difficult for a lot of people. I will mention this later on, but I just want to give, just want to mention this very briefly. Um, the attack on Chin State, the use of heavy artillery on civilians is just very brutal and you know it's just I don't know I just don't have words for it <laughs> so like I mentioned before the People's Defense Force the PDF they have been actively uh, retaliating against the military and they are very active in Sakai region, Magui region and Chin state and so there has been a clearance operation uh, being carried out to kind of target these PDF members and to just draw them out. Um, the military has been doing that. So as a result, Chin State was attacked last week. And I will talk more about that uh, later, but I will just jump into the first big thing that happened last week, which was the ASEAN Regional Block Summit. ASEAN is the Association of Southeast Asian Nations. Um, it's basically like a group of um, representatives for, um, from Southeast Asian nations. And there was a summit that was supposed to take place. And uh, ASEAN did not invite the coup leader, General Mei And they said they would invite a non-political representative, which later they chose this per individual named Chen Yi, who is a permanent secretary of the foreign ministry under the military. Um, so when Jen, uh, Miao Lai was not invited uh, and Chen Yi was, uh, the military declined the invitation and as a result, Myanmar did not attend the ASEAN summit. ASEAN was not happy about the fact that Myanmar did not show up to the summit. So um, it seems like the military has been struggling to earn its legitimacy within the international community. Um, they have been trying really hard, but they have not been doing very well. On the other hand, the NUG is also uh, working hard to earn its legitimacy and to be recognized by a lot of foreign nations. ASEAN has not recognized the NUG or they have not engaged with them as well. So uh, we will have to wait and see if things will take a turn. But um, another big thing that happened on October 24th, a prominent democracy activist, Gu Jimmy, also known as Ucham Meiyu, he was arrested and he was violently beaten during interrogation. 
and as a result, he is currently hospitalized due to major injuries. This was very heartbreaking for a lot of people because he was very active back in the 1988 student uprising, and he was in and out of prison uh, back in the days. People are hoping and praying for the best. Um, if you would like to learn more about political prisoners in Myanmar, uh, you can visit the AAPP website. AAPP is the Assistance Association for Political Prisoners. And they're an organization that works with political prisoners. They help um, counsel them. And they also, AAPP has been doing a really good job with uh, providing data since the coup, how many people have been arrested, uh, how many people have arrest warrants, and things like that. So they do a daily um daily update on that um, so you can check it out um, their website is aappb.org um, yeah so i would i would highly recommend um, you all to check it out to learn more about political prisoners in myanmar the next big thing that happened was on october 26th Don Suu Kyi appeared in court and she pleaded not guilty for her charges of incitement. I believe there are 11 charges to be exact. She also said that she would defend on her own with no witnesses. Um, this is mainly due to security reasons because we all know that whoever defends her will probably be targeted. And her lawyers are also not allowed to talk to the media. So we really don't exactly know what's going on with that because like I said lawyers can't say anything so we don't know what's going on with her so yeah it's just a little pickle situation but hopefully we will learn something a bit more useful than what we know now but again I don't really see that happening but yeah like I mentioned before um, Chin State was under attack with heavy artillery. So this happened on October 29. The military used heavy artillery and attacked the town Dantle in Chin State. And more than 160 homes were destroyed. So all these people have to have had to flee their homes. Yeah, it's now the number of IDPs are increasing. And it's just, it's just a very unfortunate event. I don't even, I don't even have, I don't even know what to, how to say, like, how do you even, I don't know. It's just so hard. Like, how do I even, I, I'm doing, I'm talking about this on my podcast, but it's just like so hard to make people understand. How do I make people understand the severity of the situation through my podcast i don't know i really i this 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 event was really heartbreaking and i just it's it's so easy to hear something horrible like oh my god that happened in that region oh my god that's so sad and then people just move on you know and i I, I get that moving on is just part of life, but at the same time, I just want people to understand. 
there's a lot happening in Myanmar and I know it's overwhelming to maybe even like keep up or um, really understand, wrap your head around what's going on. But I just want to, I just hope that something like listening to this podcast or other podcasts that are out there about Myanmar will help you give a glimpse of what it's like to live in a country where there's been a military coup. Um, yeah, so yeah, I mean, it's just really difficult. And I understand that people who have never lived in Myanmar, people who have never experienced a coup, a military coup, would even come to really deeply understand or even hear what it's like to live in a repressive society. Living in Myanmar right now is very difficult for many people. And, you know, just even simple things like wanting to travel outside the city or out of the town and you want to, you're driving or you're taking the bus there. There are checkpoints where the military literally asks you where you're going, why you're going there, and they check the car. And it's just something that you don't really think about if you're not living in a situation like this. But when you do live in a situation like this, I don't know. I mean, it's just a very, you know, difficult place to live in. And I just wish that people still talk about Myanmar and really understand and have sympathy and empathy for people who are in Myanmar right now and not just in Myanmar you know like just last week there was another military coup that happened in Sudan and it's just a, like 2021 has just been a lot I don't want to go off topic but um, I think it's important to raise awareness talk about it and have discussions and people should learn about this because at the end of the day democracy is fragile and and just because Myanmar is irrelevant doesn't make Myanmar less important. Um, it's, yeah, <laughs> like, okay, we're a little country in Southeast Asia. No one really knows about us because we've been isolated for decades. Um, but that doesn't mean that we are not important, that we are, you know, irrelevant. Okay, we are irrelevant to many people, but at the same time, just I hope people care. Um, so thank you for listening to my rant. I will move on to more useful things. Okay, so in this episode, I mentioned a lot of depressing things. So I'm going to provide some resources where you can look into if you would like to donate. And I will say, please consider donating if you can. Even $5 or $10 can go a long way. So please, please donate if you can. So if you would like to support the people of Myanmar, you can visit mutualaidmyanmar.org. That's M-U-T-U-A-L-A-I-D-M-Y-A-N-M-A-R.org. You can also go to isupportmyanmar.com. That's I-S-U-P-P-O-R-T-M-Y-A-N-M-A-R dot com. There are several fundraisers that you can choose from. If you don't already, you can follow Saga Wine on Instagram. It's Saga Wine Podcast. 
Um, I also created a highlight on the Instagram page of basically info about um, where to donate and how to donate. So you can check that out. I'll obviously be updating that as we go, but yeah, please donate if you can. So that is all for today's episode. Thank you for listening and I will see you the next time you tune in. Bye-bye.